the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome. You are listening to Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston, New England's oldest African-American church. Hope and Faith Ministry features the inspirational sermons of my father, Dr. Wesley Roberts, senior pastor at People's Baptist Church. We're so glad you're here. Dr. Roberts has a powerful message of hope and love for your life and mine. Now enjoy this broadcast of Hope and Faith Ministry, brought to you from People's Baptist Church of Boston. So the title of our message is Our Need for Divine Guidance. Our Need for Divine Guidance. From the moment we are born, we begin a journey, a journey that will take us through a variety of situations and circumstances. Some of them are pleasant, some bitter, some good, some bad, some treasured, some regretted. Many of these situations are either the direct or the indirect result of our personal decisions and choices. See, life is a series of choices, a series of decisions. Success is basically a matter of making wise decisions. Failure is basically a matter of making wrong decisions in life. Decision-making can be very stressful because you don't know what's going to happen. Have you ever been afraid of making the wrong decision? Some of you right now are facing the stress of indecision. Should I hold on or should I let go? Should I get in or should I get out? Should I get married? Should I get a new job or should I stay with the one that I have? Sometimes even after we make a decision, we start second-guessing ourselves. Did I do the right thing? We waver back and forth, and that causes stress at times in our lives. Now, David recognized his need for God's guidance from his experience as a shepherd. He wrote this wonderful psalm, Psalm 23. He speaks of the Lord as his shepherd. In Psalm 23 and verse 3, he says, He guides me along the right paths, for his name's sake. The King James Version says he guides me in the path of righteousness. The Good Shepherd not only feeds us, he also leads us. He not only provides, he also guides. He not only protects, he also directs. If David was writing today, he probably would say, the Good Shepherd keeps me on track. It is easy to get off track in life, as all of us know. 
it is easy to become preoccupied with trivia, majoring on minors. God is the one who can help us or who can keep us on the right track in life. He wants to guide us more than we want to be guided. And so the question that we need to answer is, how do I let God guide me in the right path? What do I have to do for God to guide me? Well, the Bible says we do four things. First, admit your need for God's guidance. Now, this is tough, especially for us men. When we are lost, we don't want to ask questions, especially during before the time of the GPS. I would be going along and by, and I knew that I was lost, and my wife said, why don't you stop and ask? And I said, no, I'll, I'll figure it out. And of course, it ends up being um, a real fiasco in, in terms of um, having to go around and around because I did not have good sense enough to go to the police station or to the gas station and ask. See, we think we can figure things out ourselves, and that is why we get in trouble. Sheep by nature tend to wander and to get off the beaten path. They need a good shepherd to guide them, and so do we. Listen to what Isaiah had to say in Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 6. He says, All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. The fact is that most of the time, we don't want to follow God or follow anyone else. We want to go our own way, to do our own thing. And we don't want to admit our need, our need for direction, our need for guidance. Now, sheep, as far as I um, uh, know, have poor vision. They can't see very far. That's why on a path that they do not know, they could easily get into trouble by going off a cliff. They need a shepherd, someone to guide them, someone to protect them from harm and danger. As human beings, we can't see the future. We don't know what is going to happen tomorrow, much less next year or 10 years from now. And in fact, we don't know uh, even what is going to happen this afternoon. You see, God made us so that we don't see into the future, no matter how hard we try. So the question is, why did God do this? So that we would depend on him and he could be our guide as we seek to live our lives here and now in this sinful planet. The problem is because sheep don't see very well in, into, you know, ahead of them or into the future, and we don't either. 
we tend to stumble and fall. Proverbs 14 verse 12 says, There is a path before each person that seems right, but it ends in death. We have all made decisions that at the time seemed right, but later turned out to be wrong. Some paths lead to dead ends. They lead nowhere. That's why it is easy to get off track. So the first step is to just admit, Lord, I need your guidance. But secondly, ask in faith for direction. Ask in faith for direction. James chapter 1, 5 through 8 says, If you need wisdom, ask our generous God, and he will give it to you. He will not rebuke you for asking. But when you ask him, be sure that your faith is in God alone. Do not waver, for a person with divided loyalty is as unsettled as a wave of the sea that is blown and tossed by the wind. Such people should not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Their loyalty is divided between God and the world, and they are unstable in everything they do. You see, God is willing to give us wisdom. He is waiting to give us wisdom. He wants to direct our paths, but we have to do two things. We have to ask him. And we have to ask him with the right attitude, in faith, expecting an answer. Have you ever asked God for something and don't expect to get it? Sure you have, and that's why you didn't get it. <laughs> See, God works in our life according to our faith. So many times we say, Lord, please guide me, and then we go away not waiting for guidance. We think it all depends on us. God has promised us wisdom in order to maneuver in the situations that are so um, trying and difficult. But what is wisdom? Wisdom is seeing life from God's perspective. Wisdom is the ability to make decisions the way God makes decisions. God never makes a bad decision. He never makes a mistake. God says if we trust him and listen to him, he will guide us in the right paths of life. But we must ask in faith. Allowing God to guide you does not mean that you will never experience difficulty or pain or sorrow or heartache or opposition or trouble but you can be assured that he will be with you through it all, no matter what is going on in your life. See, God does not promise a road without bumps, or a life without trials, or a rose without thorns, or a sky without storm clouds, or a life without disappointments, or a path without problems, 
but he does promise that he will go with us all the way, that he will help us to bear our heavy burdens, that he will lift us up when we fall, that he will sustain us through our trials, and that he will strengthen us when we are weak. There will be difficult times, such as many are going through right now, but regardless of the road you must travel, regardless of the mountains you must climb, regardless of the trials you must face, and regardless of the opposition you must confront, you are led by a shepherd who knows the way and who is able to protect you and guide you. So first you admit your need for God's guidance. Secondly, you ask in faith for direction. And then thirdly, we listen for God's response. Now God in his infinite wisdom designed us to hear his voice. There is a receiver in each of us to get guidance from God. Out of all the creatures that God created and put on earth, only human beings have the ability to tune into God to hear what he says. God speaks all the time. It's just that we are not tuned in to him. Job 33 and verse 14 says, God speaks in different ways, and we don't always recognize his voice. Why can't we recognize the voice of God? Because we are not tuned in to him. So there are many channels God uses to speak to us, such as the Bible, pastors and teachers, impressions, circumstances, and even pain. He doesn't always speak the same way. The primary way God speaks to us, his children, is through the scriptures, the Bible. A lot of the direction that we need for life is given us in the Bible. The Bible is God's guidebook, a road map. And if we don't read it, then we are going to get lost. If you don't read it, it's like having the phone off the hook or your cell phone turned off. God can't get through to you. God also speaks through pastors and teachers. And as I stand here week after week for these 42 years, hopefully you have received some guidance, some spiritual guidance, as I have opened God's word so that you can understand what it's all about. But not only does he use pastors and teachers, he speaks through other Christians, believers who are in love with him, whom you can go to and ask. I have done that many, many times by asking someone to pray with me and to, and to um, listen to see what God is saying in this situation. But not only does God use um, other Christians, but he uses the circumstances in which we find ourselves in. And important for m most of us that he uses pain. I believe it was C.S. Lewis who, who said, God whispers to us in our pleasure, but shouts to us in our pain. You see, God gets our attention when we are in pain. 
as Proverbs 20 and verse 30 says, sometimes it takes a painful experience to make us change our ways. You see, God is speaking all the time, but are we really listening? If we listen to him, he will lead us on the right path. If we don't tune into God on a regular, daily, moment-by-moment basis, then we are going to miss God's path for our life. And if we don't tune in, we are going to follow, or put it this way, we tend to follow our own path. Following our own path leads to broken dreams, broken hearts, broken homes, and broken lives. The good news is that when we come to God saying, God, I, I am way off base. I've missed the right path somewhere down the line. I need to get back on the right path. Help me. You'd be surprised to see that God is there to help you to get on the right path. All you have to do is to submit yourself to him, ask his forgiveness, and allow him to be in, in your life what he wants to be. But fourthly, and lastly, trust God when you don't understand. Trust God when you don't understand. An example of this is from the Old Testament. When the children of Israel were set free from Egypt after 430 years of slavery. After the death of every Egyptian firstborn, Pharaoh had had enough, and he told the Israelites to get out, to leave. And they started out, and of course, Pharaoh changed his mind. And the first thing they they came upon was the Red Sea. On two sides of them were uncrossable mountain ranges. In front of them is the Red Sea. Behind them, in hot pursuit, is the Egyptian army that were intent on slaughtering them. Now what is God going to do now? The path looks like a dead end. But God knew exactly what he was going to do. He was preparing his people for a miracle. He was preparing them for deliverance. He had not made a mistake because he could see what they could not see. He opened the Red Sea and they walked through on dry land. Years later, the Israelites looked back on that experience of their ancestors. And in Psalm 77, 19 and 20, the psalmist said, your road led through the sea, a pathway through the mighty waters, a pathway no one knew was there. You led your people along that road like a flock of sheep with Moses and Aaron as your shepherds. Now, some of you are facing dead ends right now. Financial dead ends, career dead ends, emotional dead ends, relational dead ends. But it's not really a wall that you're facing. It's a door. You see, God can see a path that you don't know about. The path you're on right now may be dark, despairing, discouraging, 
and you feel depressed for you think there is no way out. You think the situation is impossible. But if you trust God, even when you don't see a way, he can make a way somehow. Or when you think it's not going to happen. If you keep on the path God has put you on, it will become clearer and clearer and more understandable. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18 says, The path of the righteous is like the morning sun, shining ever brighter till the full light of day. You see, when dawn comes, it is not fully light yet, but as you wait, the sun comes up and brighter and brighter until by one or two o'clock it's at its, it's at its height. You're not always going to be able to see what God is doing. In fact, Paul says we see through a glass darkly. Uh, we can't fathom what God is doing, but gradually he will make things clearer and clearer to us as we submit ourselves to him. One day you will stand in the full light of eternity and see why God chose that path particularly for you. That crisis, that illness, that chaos that you can see no, no um, value to. One day in the full light of eternity, you will understand. You will view the big picture. You'll see God's purpose behind the path he specifically chose for you. So what do you do in the meantime? You do what Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Never rely on what you think you know. Remember the Lord in everything you do, and he will show you the right way. The NIV translation says, don't lean on your own understanding. So what does God mean by that? Don't try to figure out what God is doing, because you'll never be able to. We are finite and he is infinite. And we cannot fully comprehend all that God is doing in our lives and has planned for us. And so Paul says, I has not seen nor ear heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man the things that God has planned for those who love him. You see, you're not going to understand most of the things that happen in your life until you get to heaven. Never judge the path God leads you until you get to the end. Don't criticize an unfinished plan. Have patience. One day, you'll realize what is happening. You'll see that God knows what he's doing. God does not make mistakes. He sees the end result which you cannot see. All those problems, heartaches, difficulties, delays, 
physical ailments, all of the things that you ask why about, one day is going to be made clear. In the meantime, lean not on your own understanding. Trust God. As Proverbs 12 and verse 20, it says, In the way of righteousness, there is life. Along that path is immortality. God says, if you go my way, you will enjoy life here and now and eternal life in heaven later. You go your way, the way that seems right to a man, it ends in death. It's your choice. Brothers and sisters in Christ, although the Lord may lead you through the valley of the shadow of death, it is the right path for you, and you can trust God to take care of you. Although he may lead you along a narrow and steep pathway, a difficult pathway, it is the right path for you that he has chosen, so keep trusting him. Although the Lord may lead you through many dangerous toils and snares, it is the right path, so trust him. He knows what he's doing. Although the path God leads you may take you through the darkness of sorrow and grief, pain and suffering, hardship and difficulty, uncertainty and misunderstanding, he will be with you. And if you continue to hold to his hand, he will lead you home to heaven where Love never fails, joy never ends, pain never penetrates, friends never part, rejoicing never stops, and blessings never cease. So hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Hold to his hand, God's unchanging hand. Build your hopes on things eternal and hold to God's unchanging hand. Amen. Thank you for joining us here at Hope and Faith Ministry, a broadcast of the historic People's Baptist Church in Boston. We pray that you have been touched and inspired by today's message. People's Baptist Church is a Christ-centered, caring church located at 134 Camden Street at the corner of Camden and Tremont Streets. Our Sunday services are at 10 a.m., you can reach us at 617-427-0424. Come visit us in person or on the web at www.pbcboston.org. And tune in every Saturday morning at 1030 for another inspiring message of hope and faith. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.